0: This is going to be a very interesting episode of Talking Cod Warp. It's just going to be me and Andy, because basically, I was deserted by both Andy and Gemma uh, while they went off to do fun, fabulous stuff in uh, the good old USA or surrounding areas. So, Andy,
2: tell us what you've been up to. Not much, really. I just flew over the pond, met a few people, and flew home. <laughs> yeah. not, much, not, not much to say, really. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, so I
0: think it's a tad more than that.
2: Yeah. So I just—I uh, did uh six days in uh, New Jersey um, and half a day in uh, well, a full day in New York. Uh, all said and done. See, so, yeah, I went out for the calling the shots, super uh, duper, super duper, super. No, what was it? what What have I just come back from? The super duper. Well you can answer that. Yeah, I can get edited.
0: <laughs> 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 I would want to keep that. <laughs> oh
2: man. Yeah. My... So the reason why Gemma's not here is because uh, she only got back yesterday and had a, a bit of an issue with her car. So, uh, but yeah. yeah, I come back on Friday and I'm still feeling it. I'm already back into my sleep pattern. <laughs> You've hit the, the problem is you'll be hitting jet lag, won't you? You'll be absolutely battering. Yeah, it's... I, I normally, I, I I can get myself set quite quickly because I'm fairly used to it. But, yeah, I don't know what's happened. Um, I'm sleeping longer, so it's not like I'm sleeping throughout the day. Mm. So I'm going to bed like a bit later in the evening, but I'm getting a good solid 12 hours in. So I obviously need it.
0: What was the to give us a breakdown of things. What was the flight out like? Can you tell you know let the listeners know a bit about that? Because obviously some people may never have had the, the joy of transatlantic travel.
2: Yeah, so it was a fairly smooth experience, uh, all said and done. So I was expecting to get the full psycho screening from the TSA agents at Heathrow, um, but they were nowhere to be seen. Um, and I think they start to now call them out from the gate randomly. So I, I saw a few people being uh, interrogated and stuff out into trays just before we got onto the plane. Um, but yeah, so I flew out with BA uh, out of Terminal 5. So it was just uh, me, us and other IAG group uh, passengers mm-hmm. got on board and uh, I upgraded. I've got loads of travel points still from uh, all of my trips away. So I upgraded myself to business uh, Very just, good. just to use the, the points. So yeah, got, got my glass of champagne, took my seat, perused the in-flight entertainment. And I thought, right, I'll watch uh, – they to two at some point and then I just stuck the earphones in and was just listening to podcasts for about six hours. Yeah. And how long was the flight? I think it was about seven hours all said and done.
0: It was quite an interesting point that you got through um, security with no issues because when I went off to Germany, yeah. <laughs> without fail, I pulled to one side, I've got to take my shoes off, you know. <laughs> yeah. They start waving the
2: wand over me, I've got to stand in that weird machine that scans your body. I see, I mean, I've I'm a conscious, a courteous traveler. So I'm going to go on, I need to get my mm. teeth in today. Uh, yeah, I'm a courteous traveler. So when I'm waiting to put my stuff through x-ray, I'm ready to put my stuff in the tray. I don't wait until the last minute.
0: Yeah. I do. I've got to say, I'm that way myself because to me, I don't understand why you wouldn't be prepared for it. It's a bit like when you're at a supermarket yeah. and the person doesn't have any money or anything ready. They know it's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Oh, I've got to pay now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, my purse is right at the bottom of my bag. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, so, yeah, so I'll, I'll get all my stuff out as I, I try and travel light. So, it's just really just my laptop, my phone, mm-hmm. a few cables that I need. The one thing that always gets me into trouble is my 16 um, ounce travel mug. Uh, so, I've always got to make sure that's out and uh, unscrewed. I've forgotten that a few times and had my bag pulled over for a full swipe and uh, unpack so wise traveler this time the
0: strangest one that seem to get me on is tissues yeah i've got to take tissues out of my pocket and if i forget to do it i am made to take them out and put them in the thing what on earth do you think i want to be carrying in tissues is beyond me <laughs> but hey what do i know
2: <laughs> yeah i've got everything out my pockets it's all in my bag all ready to go so just straight through and then it's just on the other side, it's then just picking up my uh, my stuff and putting it straight in my bag and wandering off, you know, not stood there for another 10 minutes getting dressed.
0: So when you'd got, to, you'd obviously had the seven hour flight, I'm assuming they fed you, they looked after you very well. Uh, did you actually get to watch Deadpool 2 or did you?
2: I did, but I was half watching it, I got bored of it really. It good, it's a good film, but it's obviously the same as the... Uh, Pretty much you know what you're getting from the first one, so yeah. I'm not very really good yeah. at the sequels.
0: So when you got to America, what was the sort of setup for you there? Did you where did you know if you going where you went to stay and everything? I'm intrigued to know, Andy, I want to know what but you're what you were getting up to.
2: Yeah, so I was staying in Asbury Park, um, and I tell you it was the first trip where I've gone through immigration so quickly. I think I was like third in line and it was like looked at my passport looked at the screen, stamped my thing, off I went. So that was a really smooth experience. And then, yeah, I just jumped onto the the SkyTrain at JFK, um, had a bit of a palaver uh, because for some reason Uber wasn't accepting my booking. So I was going to get an Uber from uh, JFK to Asbury Park. Mm. So I thought, okay, I'll do um, public transport, and that was going to be about three hours end to end. Mm. But I got a bit confused at um, Jamaica Station, which is at the end of the air train and gets you into the subway system. Uh, to take you into Penn Station because all the machines were like uh, exact change only and only, only, only had $20 bills. I had no idea how much I needed for the uh, Metro card. Mm. So I thought, I'll screw this, I'll, I'll go back to the airport, jump in a, t- a cab, and, and see how much they're going to fleece me for. <laughs> Yeah, he wanted $600 to take me from JFK to... uh Serious? Yeah, yeah. And then when I said, I like, can get an Uber to 230 and he went, oh, best price then, 300 And I was like, nah, just take me to Penn Station. Yeah. So I, I paid the $70 to get to Penn. Wow. Yeah. And then uh, got the, the training from Penn Station, uh, which was a two-hour uh, ride, two-and-a-half-hour ride. Uh, got off at Long Branch after going through Red Bank and Middletown and... Those sort of places, those are highlights from the Kevin Smith universe. I was going to say Red Bank.
0: Why have I heard that before?
2: So yeah, you know, I thought, like, oh, that name seems familiar. I've got to
0: say, thank God you didn't just jump into the taxi and go, yeah, take me there.
2: Yeah, oh, no, no. <laughs> it, it was my inner Scottishness. I think it's uh, it's oh my, I
0: mean that would be uh, that be the icing on the cake when it first day there. You go, yeah, yeah, taxi will be fine. Just take me. And he turned around, six hundred dollars. What? Yeah.
2: You know, that's why you ask up front, (laughs) you know. And what was the place you were staying at like? It was quite nice, yes. It was, um, they advertised it as an artist's loft. Mm -hmm. Uh, I would advertise it as a, um, house built on top of a garage. (laughs) 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 That's just semantics, you know. So, you know, so you, you sort of went in through this red door, um, the, the old garage door's have been taken off. They put in a couple of, like, barn-type doors, um, and then, like, immediately to your uh, left was the downstairs bedroom come washing it, you know, laundry room and uh, hot hot air heater, and then it was straight up the stairs to the kitchen, bathroom, and the other uh, bedroom. So it was like, okay, yeah. Just as well, uh, it's just me staying here and no one else because they would have been very cold because it was uh, hmm. minus eight when I landed. <sighs> and uh, I'll have to quickly look what that
0: is in. Uh, I'd heard about the how incredibly cold it was when was and chance
2: that he was over in there. Mister prepared. I didn't even look to see what minus eight was in uh, Fahrenheit. Yeah, let's have a look. Just for our American listeners, see we go the extra mile for our listeners. Seventeen, yeah, seventeen degrees Fahrenheit when I uh, when I landed. Oof. Did it get colder? Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I did have my scarf, gloves, and hat, so I, I was fairly prepared. Um, yeah, so I just dumped my stuff, and I was because I've been sat on my arse all day. I was just thought, like, no, I need to get out, so uh, I went out for a five k run um, just around mm-hmm. uh, the local area, and then uh, got back to the um, artist loft, as we shall call it from now on. <laughs> and, from that, yeah, and yeah, and then just went straight to bed about. Half seven, eight o'clock, I went straight to bed and just slept through till uh, six o'clock the next morning.
0: And how did uh, how did you find the dining experience? Because I remember it's one of the things we discussed with Chris, didn't we, about the different sorts
2: of foods? Well, on the first night, I didn't eat anything. I, uh, okay. I was like, oh, I just want to go go for my run and go to bed. I don't want a full stomach. So I didn't actually eat until I was in Red Bank the, the next day uh, at an Irish bar watching the uh, Ireland versus England rugby match with uh, Celeste. Mm-hmm. You know, Celeste from Twitter, uh, one of our fans and yeah. stalwarts of uh, TSD. Hello,
0: Celeste. Hope you're uh, listening and enjoying.
2: <laughs> and thank you once again for all your uh, ferrying around and keeping me company. So, yeah, we uh, we went to watch the game and uh, got a, a bite to eat at the, the Irish bar and then I uh, went over to the, the stash. And uh met uh, Gitterman and Mike. You've got to
0: tell me about this, because I'm
2: desperate to go to the stash.
0: That is one of my life
2: plans, go to the stash. Oh, you've, you've got to do it, you've got to make the pilgrimage. For some reason, I had it in my head that it wasn't directly on the high street, that it was kind of set back. But no, it's there, you know, like, Starbucks, bang opposite, and like, oh God, there's the stash. Got my obligatory picture taken outside, um, by the table, and... uh because you know, uh, and Celeste was talking to Gitman and Mike, I was listening in and just taking it all in. <laughs> Bought a bit of merchandise for uh, my friend and for myself, and then uh, Celeste and I headed on back to uh Asbury Park because um, we were going to meet up with uh, Taylor and Steve from calling the shots. Mm-hmm. So Celeste and I grabbed some dinner at a at a sports bar. That was nice. With the, and then Gitman joined us. And then we had uh, drinks out in Asbury with um, some of the guys who were appearing on the, the Super Duper Bowl uh, the next day, uh, the guys from Corning Shots and Gittem. And that was a very messy night. I started off in, started off in the, the beer garden in uh, Asbury Park and ended up in some uh, club-type bar. So I left there about one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's Gedham like? He's, he's someone that always intrigues me. I find him a very interesting character.
2: What you see on the podcast is is what you get.
0: So that is the man himself.
2: That is the man. There is no heirs and there is no graces. There is no act. You know, he's a, he's a <laughs> you know he's, he's a good guy. He's got a heart of gold. And, hmm. you know, so it's not a
0: character. It's not a character, is it? That's the the real deal.
2: Yeah, that is the real gitum, You know, so uh, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I I, I want to share a story, but, uh, but I I, I want to keep it to myself because okay. it's uh, okay. You know, it's it's just it. There was just an episode that just summed get him up completely. You're like, Yep, yeah, you are definitely not a character. You know, you are the real deal. So but he's an absolutely great guy, fun to hang around with. And he you know, when he knows a subject, he knows his subject, you know. So uh, yeah, he was um it was, it was great to hang out with.
0: He can teach you about uh, how to uh, shovel horse shit, handy from his previous life.
2: I could probably uh, teach him how to, to load a haystack as well, so because <laughs> I grew around horses as well. So. so, so
0: basically, you've got a very good bit of shared knowledge there. That's when it. it comes to the stash out of interest, what what's the? Because I was intre- interested when you just said about the surrounding area, then, because like you said, you sit I I like you always see it's been some sort of. In the background sort of place, not so much on a high street, but you're telling me it's right on a high street and really uh, well, just everything sort of surrounds it. What what would you describe the area in question that where it is like?
2: It's just um, a shopping high street, you know, you've got um boutiques, you've got Starbucks, you've got restaurants, you you know, you've got a comic book store, there's a bank, you know, so it's just high street, any town.
0: And as in all situations there is a Starbucks there.
2: Yeah. You, you know, you can't go anywhere in the world without a Starbucks, you know. Is it even a town if it doesn't have a Starbucks? Yeah. What
0: was it they said in the Sleepy Hollow TV series? Is it, is it like a religion or something? Yes. Like, an, is, it, is it a law that has to be a Starbucks somewhere?
2: I, I think so. They're, they're, they've taken over from McDonald's from the size of Footprint. So,
0: you'd survived on a, a wild night out with Geddon, um, which... Obviously, you, you, it sounds like you're not going to go into too much detail, but it sounds like a wonderful, <laughs> very unique experience.
2: I see. I mean, it's just a case of, you know, it's, it's a memory that I have and mm-hmm. you can share it, but it's, it's not the same. I couldn't do it justice. You know, yeah. if, if you want to know what Gittim's like, you've, you've just got to go to the, the store and be normal, you know, but don't be super fan and <laughs> don't be a tacky, you know, just be a, a nice, polite human being and you'll, reciprocate you know so nice I
0: and mean, i'm assuming he's in there most days then isn't he so
2: i guess so you know he's he's a an fte full-time employee
0: so you you, you had that and what what did you do after you've had you you'd had your night out what was
2: the rest of the structure of your sort of time there yeah so the sunday celeste and i headed on back to red bank because she wanted to uh, drop something off for sunday jeff so uh met, met the man the legend that is sunday jeff um Kitten was back in the store. Usual self, winding everyone up. You know,
0: uh, so he does naturally just wind people up. Oh yeah, oh
2: yeah. Say, what you see on the, what you hear on the uh, on the podcast is is him. No airs, no graces. You know, you get the real deal. You know, and, uh, yeah. So he's a bit like Vegemite slash Marmite. You love him or you hate him. You know. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> See, we, that's a
0: very good way of yeah,
2: describing him. That's a, I don't know what the equivalent would be in America because they'd neither have Vegemite nor Marmite. Really?
0: Right, I didn't know that. Uh,
2: Tweet us something that divides the US that's not political but it's food based.
0: <laughs> well, they won't know what Vegemite is. So it's like a, it's a paste sort of, uh, that you put on toast that's. Um, uh, what is it? What basis? It? It's vegetables, obviously, but it's sort of like. It's a starchy product, isn't
2: it? Yeah, Marmite is, is a yeast extract, um, mm-hmm. which is comes out from the brewery process. So a lot of the stuff that you see um, comes typically from, like, the Guinness factories in, in London, mm-hmm. where they do the Guinness factories, the Guinness Brewery, um, and uh, St. James's Gate, but it's basically the byproduct of the brewery process. Um, and it's just a very salty, sticky... Breakfast condiment that should be eaten in small doses unless you're a psychopath. <laughs> you don't spread it on like jam slash jelly.
0: No, 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 no. I once <laughs> did that as a child. You learn from that mistake.
2: Oh, yeah. When I mean, your, t- your tongue shrivels out from all the
0: salt. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, me with the Americans. Uh, should we say processed elements of the Americans' diet that they wouldn't? I think they'd actually quite enjoy something like Marmite. Or I?
2: I think there are YouTube videos where you can just sort of type in Americans' reactions to Marmite, and <laughs> you know, because this one of these things, unless you have it as a child, yeah, you know, you, you shouldn't have it as an adult because it's unlikely that you're gonna enjoy it. Correct. Yeah. No, I'd agree with that.
0: Yeah. It's uh, yeah, it's a it's a divisive. Uh, food product. Um, So you went off to the stash again, which... Again, it's just super cool.
2: Yeah, as you do, you know, just bumped into Sunday Jeff, you know.
0: You, you go into the uh, to the famous stratosphere now. Soon, you're going to be too Hollywood for us.
2: Well, I've already got my little velvet rope area in in the house, so you know, yeah. I can just rope myself off from everyone else. The cats, in particular, the cats in particular, they don't really pay any attention. They just play with it. And
0: you you'll be sat wearing sunglasses in the inside the house so that's it. Where's my
2: champagne. <laughs> oh, it's just me. Okay. <laughs> You know, so yeah, so we hung out in the stash for for an hour or so, um, and then um, you know, as you do, you jump back in the car and you go off to meet some more podcasters. So uh, went back to Asbury Park, um, back to the sports bar to meet up with uh, Mike Polano and Derek the Intern, and I hung out for a good couple of hours with them, drinking some beers, shooting the shit, catching up, and, uh, and then just sort of hung around because the the event was taken was right across the road. So Celeste and I just went out for a, a little walk down to the Broad Walk. Mm-hmm. Bloody cold, uh, as you can imagine at this time of year. Got some fresh air and then headed back, got some dinner, and then headed on over to the, the live event.
0: Well, it seems that it was getting just colder and colder in America. And they were saying, weren't they? Mac? Well, for- I mean, it wasn't in the New York area, but there was a part of America where they said it was so cold that you were you weren't recommended to go out and take deep
2: breaths oh yeah there's like uh, I saw on the on the on the weather mats uh, like Winnipeg in Canada was minus 23 degrees C God. so ah. that's going to be at least negative figures in in uh, Fahrenheit yeah and the damage that could do to you Oof. oh yeah oh yeah you, you breathe and your, everything freezes in your lungs I think it's that kind of uh, devilish temperature and we complain there's a little bit of snow in the UK. But to be fair, it did warm up. It got up to um, the teens. You know, I think it was up to like sixteen degrees by Tuesday, and then stayed stayed mild for the for the rest of the week. But yeah, no. The on Sunday, the the show went really well. Um, the boys had a blast. You know, the the uh, Taylor and Steve from the Calling the Shots podcast who put the whole thing together. Um, they had a really good night. Super Bowl was being played in in the background. Um, I didn't watch any of it. I was too busy watching the the podcasters uh, who were doing each quarter. So. Uh, So they're releasing the episodes that they recorded on stage. I think quarter one was released at the weekend. Quarter two was released yesterday, I believe, or this morning. And then quarter three and quarter four be released, I guess, this week. And I make uh, an appearance in in one of them. Good man. Yeah, the the PBR boys uh, called me up to uh, reprise my fact-checking role.
0: (laughs) So other than the part, I mean, uh, you've sort of probably preempted what I'm going to ask now, which is that what was your favourite part? But I suspect it would have been the part, you know, where you were involved.
2: Well, that was quite cool, but there was um, in the middle of the PBR set, they, uh, the Calling the Shot guys got out their mascot, uh, Crabby the Crab, and there was a whole little routine. I'm not sure how well it's going to come across in audio because I haven't listened to to the podcast yet, but mm-hmm. basically the silhouette of this of the of the guy dressed in the crab suit basically looked like a, a Ku Klux Klan member <laughs> whole piece there and just like the, the the mascot getting grumpy and he just stayed in character all night so anyone who got a picture taken with him up by the bar he they just got the grumpy crabby the crab
0: <laughs> KKK <laughs> no <laughs> yeah
2: and uh, Brian's there you know so uh, uh, Brian Johnson's there so I've got my picture taken with him. And uh, after the the, the PBR set, I went out and had a a smoke with uh, Mike Zapsic in his cigar, uh, rolled uh, Mike Polano a cigarette and uh, rolled myself one. And Derek joined us and we went out for a little chin wag, uh, smoking a fag. So that was good.
0: Did you find yourself uh, using that word in the US or were you
2: able to hold back and say, cigarette, can I have a cigarette, please? I, said, no, I went back into corporate Andy mode where drop all, try and drop all slang and speak clear diction.
0: Yeah, make sure that everybody's able to understand you, basically, is, the, is one of the issues, isn't it? I had that when I was on something while you guys were away where the two people interviewed me said it took about three minutes for them to understand my accent, but once yeah. they did, and they, they were from New York.
2: And you'll hear Mike on the um, episode that I laid down last week. He just slightly ribs me and yanks my chain on my accent. <laughs> So uh, so yes, that was good, uh, that that happened later on in the week, but uh, yes, yeah, so the show went really well, and then afterwards um, went down to uh, a local bar with uh, Taylor, Steve, Dennis the intern, uh, Ming Chen, and a couple of other acts from um, the show, and then Gittem also joined uh, Celeste and myself, uh, and we uh, had some more beers till about 2 o'clock in the morning.
0: So let me just get this right, you had Ming with you? Oh
2: yeah. Oh did I mention but, that? Oh yeah, Ming was at the show as well. You yeah.
0: had Ming, you had Ming with you? But is it when you went out for a beer, there was Ming but no Mike?
2: Uh no, Mike uh Mike uh, had to go back. But yeah, Ming uh, Mike was part of the PBR show. Uh, Ming was part of the uh, Q4 recording. I was gonna say how did
0: they manage to like separate Ming and Mike joined at this That's, but-
2: That's, <laughs> That's it. I said, well, as as Mike's app success to me, you shouldn't drink from the Tell em Steve Day Kool-Aid. Yeah. <laughs> You know so uh, so that was cool yeah so we we drank into into the night and then I left them to it and then uh, the next day uh Celeste was going back to where where she lives so uh, we met up for lunch had a uh, had my first uh American pizza in god knows how many years so mm-hmm. that's where I immediately got reminded on portion sizes because I ordered a small pizza and yeah. uh, I only had three slices and then took the other half home with me because <laughs> it was it was the size of a UK large.
0: That interests me because I got told when uh, it's a while ago I was speaking to some people who've been in America. They were saying that the portions were not as ginormous as they used to be. But you obviously found that even when they a small,
2: it was still something that was. I mean, in general. The yeah. portion size didn't seem to be as big, so you know. Um, but when you when you're talking about pizza, it was a big pizza, um, and that was a small, small. So you know, um, I guess that was really a sharing pizza. But that did my lunch and dinner, so I made sure I took that one home. But the main thing on Sunday was just recovering from the hangover, you know, two days of drinking.
0: Actually, I noticed there's a common trend that you were, a common thread that you felt was drinking to the wee hours. But also yeah. you, you must have been able to, uh, what, what were you generally
2: drinking? Um, I, was, I was drinking um, Miller Light, Coors Light, and then the local brew, um, handily called PBR. Nice. Um, so, yes. Yeah, just a mixture of lager and an IPA.
0: Yeah, I used to look when I drank... When I, I mean, I don't drink in milk, but I used to drink, I used to love Miller. Miller was my go-to drink. But I'm not sure if you can even get it in this country anymore.
2: No, I don't think either. I mean, I I was going to have Stella, but they wanted 10 bucks for uh, a pint of Stella because it was in port. And then you look and you've got like Coors and the local brews around the $3 mark. So that was an easy it's choice. A bit of a no-brainer, isn't it? Yeah. So, I mean, I... Drinking-wise, I I prefer sort of a bland, just get it down me. I don't really like hoppy stuff, and not not into ales or IPA or or like beer, beer, beer. You know, I like a crisp lager that goes down like water.
0: Never had, to my knowledge, vegan food. Did
2: you try any or Did you get a chance to? So yeah. On Wednesday, uh, no Tuesday, I went into New York, did a run around Central Park, and then afterwards met Chris Lodondo for for lunch, and he took me for an Impossible Burger.
0: I was hoping you'd, you'd tell me you'd done this. Cause I remember you saying that you wanted to do the uh, to do a run around, and I was going yeah. to ask you see him, Chris. You preempted me. Um, so tell us more about that because Chris is a very very cool guy, very interesting guy.
2: Yes, yeah, so we only hung out uh, f- for lunch because he was working, obviously. So. Um, so I got up and took the 7.30am train into New York, uh, got down to Central Park about 10ish um, and then looked at the time thought, right, okay, I can only really do 10k. I wanted to do um, eight, 18k is about 11 miles. Um, so I just did one lap and then uh, took the, the subway down to where he works. Yeah, and then met him for lunch. We walked down to the, the little burger place, the little vegan cafe, um, fast food outlet. And, uh, yeah, he, he bought me lunch. Uh, we had lunch, had a little sort of chin wag over, I think it was the American Civil War, actually. Um, just like the history of the, of the local area, because not far up from where we were, there was a, a big battle during the, the, mm-hmm. the War of Independence, uh, or the temporary independence, as uh, he likes to call it. And <laughs> I kind of agree with him. Um, and then, uh, we walked back from where we were. He walked me up to Penn Station. Um, We were just generally chit-chatting all the way up So nothing uh, exciting, you know, just general (laughs) chit-chat So Andy, the Impossible Burger Yeah Tell me more Because I I,
0: I am not the sort of person who will ever give up eating meat It's not going to happen But I am intrigued by the Impossible Burger As I'm sure many
2: listeners are Well, a bit of a schoolboy error I should have uh, taken, you know, my journalist hat and coat with me Uh, And taken pictures of it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I I'd got up at silly o'clock. I hadn't eaten, and that was the first thing I'd, I'd eaten since about six a.m. when I woke up. So basically,
0: Pray could have put anything in front of you at that point; he would have demolished it.
2: Yeah, it got hoovered off in a couple of bites. But you know, I did say to Chris at the time, so that was that was a tasty burger. You know, you, if if he you didn't know that it was um, you know plant based, um, you would have thought it was meat. You know, you thought it would be like a pulled beef or pulled uh, pork burger, mm-hmm. you know, because it's very stringy, but in a patty shape, juicy, tasteful. You had
0: your pull fiction moment then.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I, I will say it was nice, but what I would have liked to have done, because uh, there's a burger chain called uh, BurgerFi that for me has done the nicest fast food burger I've ever had. Really? It was the cheese and bacon burger. Mm-hmm. So if I could have had that directly afterwards, I would have been able to give a definitive comparison. Uh, yeah honest opinion but if, if someone stuck in one in front of me again i would eat it quite happily you know it, it didn't turn me off
0: and do you think if you put it in front of the same meat without telling me what it is i would be able to tell it wasn't meat or
2: i i think so i think you'd be like oh i've never had a pulled burger before so it well it, yeah that man interesting yeah i reckon i could get away with giving that a shot you know so you know we i think when you've got a an opinion like for me if you said oh i'll give you a vegan burger you just think oh chickpeas here we go a chickpea burger that's just going to be dry and crumbly
0: yeah and
2: dull and boring so sort of... oh oh Ooh. Ooh. who's this
1: oh
0: i tell you what happened if you're listening it was kind of really it was like this person just appeared over my shoulder because i had my back uh, to the monitor and i just felt the corner of my eye <laughs> saw somebody looking at me
2: i saw the sultry figure Doo 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 doo. Oh, yeah.
3: Who the hell said you guys could record an episode without me? (gasps)
2: Uh,
0: We thought we had free will. You uh, You don't. No, we don't. It's true.
2: I'm going to be in serious (laughs) shit. I mentioned this, didn't I, on Twitter? Oh, clone 1453. Why didn't you tell me?
0: Uh, I know. (laughs) 1457 is probably going to be the next one. She'll knock a few off before.
3: Yeah. Oh, dear. Morning. Hello, Gemma. Morning. So, so what happened? Like, um, you know, all the, you know, the listeners like love hearing my voice and you guys have just taken over and taken over and I can't <laughs> talk anymore. I'm so tired. <laughs>
2: well we thought we'd leave you to sleep yes
0: that was the plan poor Gemma, she's had she's she's had this wonderful time where she's been on this cruise and she comes back to the chaos of her car not starting and just (laughs) yeah
3: yeah absolutely
0: (laughs) how is how how is the car Gemma?
3: oh yeah i was gonna say all joking aside how are you guys but um yeah the car's fine uh it just needed a battery replacing so that was another 100 quid so i was uh i came back to the uk and i was um 120 quid down before i even uh got home so that was fun
2: not good so when you left the car did you apply some lipstick lipstick in the vanity mirror and then left the little light running
3: no because i don't wear lipstick no no i don't no, my lips are perfect, so they don't need lipstick. But, no, um, okay. yes, I do wear eye, sh- eye makeup, so that's okay. No.
0: But no, you're putting eye makeup on there, eyeliner. Did you leave an
3: internal light on? Oh, yes, that's what I did. Yes, Yes. (laughs) no, I did. Let's
2: have our chauvinistic moment. We won't have many of these left. No, (laughs) no, no, very true.
3: (laughs) At least you can have one with a girl with a sense of humor about it.
2: Yeah, Yeah. that's
3: it. Ow, don't hit me. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs>
0: oh, she's doing the psychic hit again. The psychic yeah. punch.
3: Yeah. Uh, the
2: psychic punch.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So I don't know obviously I don't know what you guys have been speaking about, but um yeah. I've had an amazing holiday.
0: Tell us more. <laughs>
3: yeah. As Andy told you about yours his yet yeah, or uh are you He's
0: not he's not told me about my
2: holiday, no. <laughs> Uh, a, <laughs> uh, 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 I got as far as the impossible burger. Yeah. Ooh.
3: I tell you what. You carry on with whatever you were talking about, and then I will. I will tell my story of my holiday. You carry so on. So as
2: I was saying, you know, so you know, Jem is probably the best boss you could ever yeah. think to to work with. Yeah, she's wonderful.
3: Yeah, yeah, I heard that <laughs> bit before I logged on. Yeah, she gives yeah. you
0: sweets and everything. I
2: see. <laughs> so yeah, James, if if uh, if we stuck in if Jem and I uh, stuck an impossible burger under your nose, you wouldn't you wouldn't know the difference. You'd you'd think we'd just given you some pulled meat.
0: Well, if I can find it, heap. Um, as I feel flying over
2: to the US is probably slightly expensive, uh,
0: thing to try a burger.
3: I imagine we could probably do them over here.
2: I'm sure, I don't imagine so. You know, some of the bigger chains will have it. Um, if they're not already producing it, um, already here in the UK, um, it's one of the things I've got on my things to do to see whether there is a, a local stockist. So I think at the moment it's not for public sale, it's more through the catering trade, mm-hmm. you know. So when I was at Penn, uh, Penn Station I dumped, jumped into TJ Friday's to waste some time and they had an impossible burger when I was in the lounge at JFK they had an impossible burger so they're, they're about you know certainly in the US more quite frequent
3: I, I'm just having a quick look on um on Google a minute if they're available in the UK at the moment uh from August uh Tesco's will be covering it will be selling it apparently cool
2: August this year, just yeah. just after the barbecue season. Way to go, Tesco's!
3: Yeah, yeah. Basically, <laughs> I mean, they might might add um, might add the occasional bit of horse. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> That's, yeah
0: a bit donkey. <laughs> Nay-nay. Um, obviously, what they're doing is they're clearing out all the staff uh, and reducing the amount of people and the products that are available in the store, so they can afford
2: to stop the Impossible Burger. Yeah, the the import costs.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So after I had that, I just I went. I then immediately went back to Asbury Park and then just uh, crashed for the day. Uh, to and then get myself prepped for the big day that was Wednesday, which was recording day. Mm-hmm. So the big, yes. day, big, 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 big. Yeah,
3: yeah. That was such a good episode.
2: Oh, you've you've listened to it, have you?
3: No, but I was just faking oh. it for the time. <laughs> <laughs> could you could you hear the sound escaping from my ego? no i haven't had a chance to listen yet but i definitely will i can't wait to listen yes as i said
2: um to you before um going out i'd like to you know get the calling the shot guys uh, taylor annan and steve arena um down to record and if i could get uh anyone from pbr you know mike Derek, or dennis um that would be awesome but so, I,
3: and you got oof. all three, didn't you? Um,
2: I didn't get Dennis because it was um, he was stuck in the well with Mike, putting them out to play. <laughs> but,
1: uh,
2: <laughs> and so I kind of sort of because I met. Um, to, so you didn't hear this bit. So I met I met with Mike and Dennis on Sunday and went out drinking with uh, Taylor, um, Steve, Gittin, Celeste, and some others from the, the the show on Sunday. On we went out Saturday night, and I don't.
3: Oh, was that the picture of the uh, the ghost? Yeah. that was um, obviously uh, Dennis. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, um, so I'd, I already said to Steve and uh, Taylor that you know I wouldn't mind doing a recording. Do you want to? yacht for it? And they said yes. And then I just happened to to be stood next to Ming um, at the show on Sunday, and I said any availability for Wednesday, and then uh, asked the PBR boys, and they were up for it. So um, I booked it. It was great. I wasn't expecting Mike Zapsic to be there. Um, I thought Ming might not make it, you know, because it wasn't a, a firm yes. But it was awesome that Mike and Ming were there. Uh, Taylor, yeah. Steve, um, Mike Polano, Michael Polano, and uh, uh, Derek D. So yeah, the heavyweights of uh, of the New Jersey of podcasting.
3: Yeah. That's awesome. It really is so. because, like Mike Zapsic, I've wanted to sort of speak to for a while. So hopefully we could get him back on maybe Mm. but yeah regardless it's great that you know obviously you managed to get him on on our show, I was so a good
2: brand ambassador, well done.
3: You were well done, and you you were wearing the t shirt.
2: I wasn't doing my uh, best Liam Neeson impression. I thought, no, let's uh, take the medication and stay on brand. Good,
3: <laughs> but apparently you weren't able to control them very well. They went off brand quite quickly, did they? Yeah,
2: you know. So it was it's
3: irritating, isn't <laughs> it? No, I, I,
2: I thought it lended itself well to the chaos. You know, so the chaos is the world I live in. Yeah. So I mean how how do you try and cat herd the the heavyweights of you know New Jersey podcasting if not American podcasting you know, so
3: I think I probably would have <laughs> yeah yeah so I just thought
2: you know you know what you're getting with uh, with these guys they they can just keep it going yeah. so it's cattle I don't to too much so <laughs> my questions were were dotted around the podcast so you'll have to see if you can identify them <laughs>
3: <laughs> i think i think that's it though isn't it it's like if you're if you're getting podcast gold why why yeah, stop exactly
2: it? you know so uh, yeah, exactly so that was a great night we got there about i got there about eight o'clock and then we kicked off recording about quarter to nine and then wrapped up by about sort of 10 o'clock not slightly after so it was a i was there for a good two hours and the studios are great and i'd say <laughs> if anyone is in the area and even if you don't record a podcast you just want you know i'll just go and just lay something down for an hour. Just talk to yourself um, about your holiday, whatever. Or if you are a podcast, make the time to do the booking. It's worth the experience.
3: When I go to New Jersey next, I definitely want to go to a shared universe because it does look like really got their setup proper. So
2: great. How big is it? Uh, so it's um, it's in a, a shared building, so you've got lots of different offices. Um, so they're up on one of the floors, and they've got uh, a small studio where they've got um, Lucille hanging up. They've got um, the, <laughs> you know, they've got uh, lightsabers and um, Michonne's um, blades, and then they've got loads of signed pictures and lots of stuff on the wall. It's just like, oh my god, you know, Captain America shield, um, and then they've got a bigger studio where they. They've got like a big monitor where they can beam to Facebook and a recording table, and again more stuff on the walls. You know, so it's if you're if you're into the comic book genre, uh, you can go and geek out over the over the stock. You know, for me, I'm not a comic book fan, but I can appreciate the collection that they had. Yeah, it was it was a good evening. Um,
3: and just in case any listeners are worried and they haven't watched The Walking Dead, Lucille is actually a um,
2: it's a baseball bat, baseball bat with barbed wire. A
3: base, yeah. Baseball bat with barbed wire. It's not actually a human right. that they've got yeah. hung up. It's a
0: human
2: around <laughs> smacking
0: zombies with a stiff human. I did wonder for a minute when he said Lucy. I'm like, what? What?
3: Yeah, for a second I did yeah. too, and then I was thinking, no, nah, I know what yeah. he means. <laughs> yeah.
2: So yeah, and, uh, and then Thursday I travelled back to JFK, flew home. Friday got back to the the flea bags, and and that was my holiday. Mm-hmm. And how are the flea bags? Oh they're great. Yeah, they missed me. Uh, so they rubbed themselves, sniffed all over me and thoroughly told me off and then came and sat on my lap for the the last three days.
3: <laughs> Aww. Have you been able to rename them? Or are they still uh, I've forgotten their names.
2: <laughs> oh that they're that important too. <laughs> okay, that's fine. No they are if you can't remember their names, me. what's the point of me even reminding you? Hey? No. Uh Levi and Lacey. Uh,
3: <laughs> it's I am I am running on well, my iPad my um yeah my iPad that I'm recording on is running on twenty two
0: percent.
3: I'm running on about I'm running on about ten percent at the moment, so
0: yeah. <laughs> I'm Well so Andy tired. Andy, I just want you to remember the uh, the picture of that book I sent you when you're talking about your cats. Yeah. But they are
2: in fact planning to
0: kill you. Oh yeah. They are plotting against you. As cute as you think they are.
2: Oh yeah, I I have a very good relationship with cats. I know what they're after, and I refuse to give it to them. (laughs) What, food? (laughs) No, any opportunity to kill me.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I remember the cat in um, Idle Hands as well. It was eating the eyeball.
2: But that was cat propaganda.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yours love you. Oh, yeah.
2: If only they had opposable thumbs and they could look after themselves.
3: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they could get open the milk for themselves and all that.
2: (laughs) Feed themselves into their own litter tray.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that would be good, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. If you could train a cat to... Well, I mean, you could train a cat to uh, use... You, you know, go on the toilet. Yeah,
2: the problem is that they can't flush, so, you know, you don't want a, a surprise.
3: Yeah. <laughs> but it's a cat,
0: though. How much surprise oh, yeah. can there be? Yeah.
2: Well, it, it's more the, you're not necessarily anticipating um, what you- chocolate love <laughs> to be there.
0: <laughs> I tried flushing, but I don't have thumbs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: there. Oh dear. So, so yeah. Oh. But uh, yeah, so that was my holiday. So how was yours, Gem?
3: It was very good. Thank you. Yeah. Started off. Oh, I mean, it started off in London. Oh, well, not London. It was Surrey. The sort of first night so I could get to the airport nice and early uh i didn't get first class i tried both times to upgrade myself for free but they just didn't want to do it i just don't know why they didn't want to do it
2: <laughs> oh did you did you not go in that business suit i told you
3: i did yeah and they said no they went no you look like still look like riffraff <laughs> oh. and i was like you're probably
2: right that's because you yeah. didn't drop your accent there you left it in you can i get in first we class did. please
3: yes Ooh,
2: I, I left my combine officer <laughs> out front. Is that right? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Here, I brought some cider from farm.
3: Yeah, it's a blackmail. <laughs> I mean, I bargained. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <with>. <laughs> Plus, I've heard your stuff is way expensive on board.
3: <laughs> oh, it's like free, actually. Yeah. I guess this. We didn't have to pay for it.
2: I make this myself, so it's only my labour.
3: <laughs> it's a nice bit of scrumpy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Don't wind the grass, I'll take that out later.
3: Yeah, or as the flavour of that does.
2: <laughs> well, i should stop being regionalist. <laughs> Otherwise it's going to swing okay. back on me. Oh, it.
1: yes.
3: It is definitely going to swing back on you. I just haven't quite worked out how yet, but it is definitely going to swing back at you. I hope that you can take the joke as well as we have. That's all I have to say.
2: No. <laughs> I, I've got thin skin, so... Just like to point out, I've said nothing. Hey, I had, had Mike Polano busting my balls on my accent, so which uh, you'll hear in the uh, episode when you listen to it.
3: Well, if you think that was bad, wait until me and James get together and work out what we're yeah. going to do.
2: <laughs> I mean, the idea of Mike
0: busting balls doesn't
2: surprise me at all, really. And to tell you what, after doing the editing, and uh, I'm going to have to tell him this as well, um, but do you guys watch Modern Family? No. I know what it is. Yeah, but... on and off, but yeah. yeah. So you know, Jay. Uh, no, but go on. But he he's the the grand granddad. That's Mike. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah.
3: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely.
2: I'll do some research because that's lost on. Yeah. me, I'm afraid.
3: Anyway, that's my yeah. holiday. Um.
0: <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah it's the important thing. Gemma was <laughs> on a cruise. Everybody.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I well, I was on land at first, but um, I was on a cruise. Yeah. So I flew across to Tampa and like straightforward checked into the hotel it was late evening so i didn't really do anything that evening so but any time i was sort of walking around the hotel and i was speaking to people or whatever because i love you yeah, know nature of doing this thing i i love speaking to people so you're a people person. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, my God, you're British. <laughs> I love your accent. And I was like, I could say anything that was really horrible right now <laughs> to you. And you would love it, would <laughs> <don't> <laughs> <like>, <laughs> And they were like, the yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, we would. I, it was all right, actually. It was quite nice. They didn't have a 13th floor, which I guess is because it's a yeah, superstition. Yeah, because yeah, they had a 14th floor. So i don't know i don't get that but um that's a weird superstitious type thing that they Mm -hmm. do isn't it so um and yeah so the first night i just sort of chilled out i stayed up till about 10 o'clock but by then i was speaking like i was drunk because i was so tired you know and i hadn't actually drunk so you know whatever and yeah. Next day, I then went off exploring, and Tampa is there isn't a huge amount of stuff to do in Tampa. Mm. I went to the aquarium, mm-hmm. and I saw some crocodiles.
0: You sound slightly unsure yourself. Crocodiles or alligators? Crocodile.
3: Yeah, because I was trying to think if it was crocodiles or alligators, but yeah, it was it was crocodiles, and uh, they. Yeah, they were obviously behind an enclosure, as you can imagine. They went out freely
2: walking around. (laughs) I mean, let's be honest. Come and have a look at our free range crocodiles. (laughs) Yeah. They are famous in
1: Florida,
0: (laughs) Grandy, for animals. So, is it Gates is the best known for? Probably. Yeah. I mean,
2: Florida, you can't move for indicators. They're everywhere.
3: No, exactly. So I didn't see any in the wild. I only saw some in, in the, uh, in the enclosure. But yeah, I mean, it was still quite fun to mm. see them though. Cause it's like, if we went around our, uh, aquariums, we wouldn't see things like that, would we?
2: Tick goldfish.
3: Tick goldfish indeed.
2: And <laughs> yeah. <Had> a couple <laughs> of floaters. Yeah. So were you with anyone? Um, in, in Tampa, or were you just flying solo, waiting for the cruise?
3: Yeah, I was, well, I was kind of flying solo at that point, Um, but I had Lucy, Kerry, and Nicola meeting me on the Sunday – Uh, sorry, on that evening, yeah. mm-hmm. Um, the evening of the aquarium. I said Sunday, but I'm pretty sure it was actually Tuesday. i <laughs> <laughs> just completely lost all track of dates okay. and everything, so this is yeah. what jet lag does yeah. to I've, me. I've got two very jet lag
0: people <laughs> on either side of me on this one. <laughs> If you hear snoring something has happened.
2: Look, we've lost Jim.
0: Yeah, she's gone.
3: Get the captain prop. Um Ooh. <laughs> apparently that's the noise i would make if you hit me with a cattle prod <laughs> no. um, yes yeah i know no, that's what i was thinking like when i did it i was like really
2: <laughs> yeah the, the cattle prod not the tickle prod no. <laughs>
3: um i went on a streetcar. that was kind of fun which is like a tram to us and it was free so that was good so it was getting all around uh, tampa just for free which yeah, nice. always good.
2: You sure it was free? And uh, it, you just didn't see the signs.
3: <laughs> no, well, I got in quite a few times, right. so and nobody said anything, <laughs> so I think it was free.
0: <laughs> you say it's like a tram.
3: Yeah, so like to us, it would be like a tram. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so but they a car. It yeah. So I'll call it by its real name: a tram. A tram. <laughs> a tram is a
2: tram is a tram. The whole version yeah. of a tram streetcar, <laughs> Right, go on. Yeah. Look at you with your airs and
3: graces. (laughs) (laughs) I rode a streetcar. Oh, rode a streetcar, and it was a tram. A tram, a tram, a tram. No one lowered the steps for me.
2: I couldn't believe
3: it. (laughs) I know the steps were lowered. Of course they were. (laughs) But no one lowered them for you
2: and swept, swept their hand before you to usher you on.
3: No, you're right, actually. Yeah. I demand a refund. His, his third world is <laughs>
0: Shocking. Did they cover the puddles for you though?
3: Yeah, there was no puddles. It was it was Florida. It was hot. It was so hot. Unbear. It, at times, it was unbearably hot for me. It it got up to about twenty seven degrees.
2: Luxury.
0: You and Andy have had the most polar opposite weather.
3: Yes, yes, we did. Because <laughs> I think you were like negative what negative three.
2: Uh, minus eight.
3: Minus eight. At
2: one point, but then I got. I got up to a heady sixteen um by Tuesday.
3: Oh <laughs> bloody hell. Yeah. So um yeah, by well when I went to the Bahamas, that's I don't know if you've seen my pictures of my burnt face and burnt everywhere else, but I only showed you my face. Oh my god. I I went to the Bahamas and it was uh it was fantastic. Well, I mean it was it was fantastic. At first, and then I got a little bit bored because I'm, I live by the seaside, so it kind of was a bit like, well, I've seen the sea. <laughs> it's, it's no different. It
2: don't get as hot as yeah. this, but I've seen all this before.
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm just ignoring that little, um, that little accent thing that you're doing there. And what um, little accent? Yeah, yeah, I know. I do know accent. This is
2: my natural speaking voice. So I don't know what you're saying.
3: I <laughs> will tell you what, it's a good job it's not because even my accent's not that bad.
2: <laughs> yeah, because you're not from Somerset.
3: No, <laughs> no I'm not really exactly. Hello to all the Somerset <laughs> listeners <Yeah.
2: laughs> who have now just like yeah. stop. <laughs> yeah, bye. Yeah.
3: We're losing our
2: regional listeners. It's all right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we still got Bob in Devon. It's all yeah. right. He's still with us. I'm sure.
2: <laughs> well, we'll lose all our Texan listeners and American listeners, when mine goes out with my bad accent. Oh, okay. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Cause I kept doing an American accent. I was like, Oh my God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? To the Americans? <laughs>
3: Uh, no, yeah, only when people were sort of saying, oh, can you do an American accent? And it's like, yeah, I can do an American accent. I'm a Southern belle. <laughs> I'm very good at an American <laughs> accent, Thanks <you> very much.
2: <laughs> Why don't you go get me one of them cold drinks now?
3: <laughs> I have to say, though, this guy was doing an English accent, and I knew obviously I knew beforehand that he was mm-hmm. American, but if I hadn't have... I, he probably would have convinced me that he was english his accent was that spot on it was really good
2: impressive did you get him to lay it down on a track no oh, no the opportunity did. then
3: yeah exactly but no i decided i decided even though i took my um microphone with me i decided mm-hmm. that i needed a break from it all so i didn't actually get it out of the bag but i did give out the cards to a lot of people you know the sort of excellent when yeah so Hopefully, we should have a few more listeners now. Excellent, so that'll be quite good. Um, the cruise—I'm I'm just going to tiptoe over over everything because otherwise, I could just go on all day about what my holiday was like. So, but give us the highlights. What did, what really worked for you? Give yeah, give you give you the highlights. Um,
2: and then I want the full seventy-five deck. Yes. PowerPoint presentation. I that's
0: want that. I want that by yeah. I want that by Wednesday.
2: Yeah,
3: <laughs> we well, can have it in an hour if you like.
2: <laughs> yeah, this, what do you think, Gemma yeah. was doing on an eight-hour flight? <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> I wasn't sleeping. That's yeah. for sure. No, yeah. I, yeah. photos
2: don't just appear out of the ether. Of, you know, without some <laughs> little editing.
3: <laughs> I actually kept forgetting to take photos um, because where I couldn't use my phone because I was mm-hmm. out at sea. I just kept thinking, oh, I can't use my phone. So I'd leave it in the room or whatever. And then I was like, I can use my phone for photos. <laughs> You're weird.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. Why
2: home am school,
0: I weird?
2: Yeah. That's it. Yeah, it's like you've you've got a camera. You always carry a camera well, around. She was there with the, the film, you know, trying to thread it through the camera. Yeah, it just happens to make phone calls and you can communicate over it, but it's <laughs> a camera. <laughs> 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 or is it just me who treats their phone like that? <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, I use it as a Twitter, Twitter, a machine, tweeting really, device. Personally, mm. <laughs> so you did well with the giving up smoking, then, Andy. He's <laughs> done brilliantly. <laughs> click, click. Yeah, yeah. well, now <laughs> trying
0: to set fire to something. when I've been talking to?
3: Hopefully, not one of the cats.
2: Well, just think, when we leave the EU, none of our clothes will be fire retardant anymore. Ah, oh, that'll be all right. We'll be fine. So I can just <laughs> set fire to myself.
0: This is going horribly yeah. wrong. <laughs> See. He's saying that, but I think
2: it's actually the cat
0: smoking. He's just covering for them. That's it.
3: Yeah, that's it. That's that, Lexi.
2: I'd say that they're they're, uh, they're on <laughs> twenty a day each, so it's, it's an expensive habit they've got themselves onto.
3: Is that where you're away yeah.
2: without jobs? Yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> ten pound uh, <£10 laughs> a pop. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so anyway so back to your holiday
3: yes um so yeah so yeah we went on the cruise and
2: what the highlights from the cruise
3: we saw space monkeys it was two nights mm-hmm. of space monkeys which were fantastic the second night was utter <laughs> chaos <laughs> was that the full
2: joker lineup night
3: yeah it was yeah, have you seen pictures and stuff? of you?
2: I've seen the tweets. What was the yeah. chaos?
3: Um, so yeah, James Murray was actually on that episode, which was kind of cool because uh, that was like the first time he's ever been associated with like Space Monkeys or Tell Him Steve Dave or anything like that. Yeah. And yeah, they basically. Um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna speak too much about it because you know obviously they're gonna be releasing the episode, but they did. Uh, Brian Johnson did a quiz where he asked their assistants questions and it was kind of like, uh, like, would you, would you rat on them? Or, mm-hmm. you know, would you snitch on them in our case? If, uh, it, you know, like if they were to run somebody over or whatever, and they had to guess whether their assistant would actually tell on them or not. <laughs> yeah. It was, it got very chaotic at one point, but it was so funny. um, and also Brian Johnson because he had on the cruise previous he was half an hour late
0: oh yeah
3: so he had to do he, was forfeit. he yeah. yeah and um Quinn decided that he had to teach um half an hour of yoga <laughs> nice yeah and he had to do his own yoga um yoga instructions and things like that of course of course i went but i actually at first i wasn't gonna actually do the yoga and then this random girl turned around to me and was like have you ever done yoga before i was like no she goes well then in that case don't you want your first yoga experience to be taught by brian johnson i was like you've got a very good point i ran over and got the towel (laughs) he of course didn't do any of the teaching of it he he managed to find a couple of uh people that actually knew what they were doing for yoga and then they they taught us what to do and he just went around and he kept saying he kept saying to me like come on jemmy you need to get on you need to get on with it i was like i I don't want to i'm sitting still but
0: were you like with my spines locked?
3: yeah well i was all right with the stood up ones um, but it was, or, you know, if I was laying down in certain ones, but it's, um, because I've got like a curved spine, I think sometimes that restricts me with certain things that I can do.
2: So you're downward or, facing dogs. Mm. Mm,
3: yes. I couldn't do that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I can um, do a downward facing gem. Is that all right, guys? Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, then Q tried to do the... You know that table one where they put their hands behind them and lift their body up in the middle?
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: So, so, like, facing upwards sort of thing. Um Yeah, he tried to do that. He kicked over his beer <laughs> and then was lying on the floor, like, licking his beer up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you and about a thousand decking. other Quinn fans, Quinnettes. <laughs>
1: Yeah.
3: Actually, though, it has to be said, though, I think that the majority of the people that were there were actually ants, because like when Quinn, when, uh, when Quinn came out, everyone was kind of like, ah, he's there, you know, like. So
0: the, booing him. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no not booing him but you know it was just like <laughs> they were taxes <laughs> yeah <laughs> but nobody was like ah, squealing. you know kind of like had it how it had been it's a, a
2: sea of her uh, antlers so it's just a gentle swooshing of fingers up by the side of people's head
3: yeah <laughs> so but yeah i managed to i managed to talk to brian johnson quite a bit so um, that was nice that's good
2: do you know yeah. i i saw him i've got my photo taken with him but i didn't interact with him at all because he was in the middle okay. of a conversation and I, I wanted to say hello and, and talk to him so. yeah but, uh.
3: there was also a elvis impersonator on board as well called sean clash and he was absolutely amazing like i like elvis music um but i'm sort of limited with my knowledge of elvis songs and things like that but this guy absolutely nailed it. You know, he was spot on. Cool. I think I've heard of him. Yeah. He's, he's coming to play over in the UK in May. I want to say
2: May. I will have a look on the internet and see what that says.
3: It's Sean Clash. So it's S A, um, uh, sorry, S H A U N. Cool. Clush. Yeah. He, he was also very good. Uh, managed to get sell to sign my vinyl as well. So I took my vinyl with me and I was kind of lurking. I, I guess there was this last day and he, he was recording a podcast with somebody um up on, up on stage. I think it was like Casey, Casey, Jack, Joe, jo- yeah. yeah. I was yeah. going to say joust, but I wasn't sure if that was right. They were recording a podcast and then I had like, it was sort of 15 of ten, fifteen minutes before the end I was like right I'm going to I'm going to get him you know I have to get him because he's he's a hard person to sort of get hold of and so I went around the side of the stage and I noticed it was all sort of curtained off so obviously that was a private area so I then walked down the corridor You went in anyway No no, no I didn't know I I walked uh, I walked around the stage you know walked um down the corridor behind the stage and there was like a door that was outside. So I just hovered out there for a little bit and I could smoke out there as well. So I, I obviously took the opportunity, but then when he came out, I I just said that, um, cause his security guard said, Oh, he's really busy. He's in a rush. And I said, no, I understand that. And I said, but is there, is there any chance if I could walk with you, would you mind just signing my vinyl for me? Cause I had it already in my hand and everything. And he goes, Of course, of course. And he said, Because you asked me so politely, I would I'd actually sign anything for you. Jude
2: <laughs> yeah, pulling top down.
3: Sign <laughs> these. No. Oh my God, there were so many girls on on that boat that were exactly like that.
2: Oh god. So there's gonna be a few breast tattoos coming up.
3: Yeah, well uh, well, no, what they kept saying was is that they kept they kept um getting them to sign sign, you know, their mm-hmm. breasts and stuff. <laughs> yeah, and possibly stuff, and um, and then there was uh, yeah, and then they were like washing it off so they could do it again the next day. Oh, <gasps> oh so exciting! And um, one girl turned around to me and she goes, "Oh my god, I'm gonna ask Q's mum to do it," and I was like, "What? That
0: is his mum? <laughs> Why?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: That's I know. Weird. And I said, "But it's, but also it's his mum. You know, like I wouldn't ever ask my mum to sign my boobs. You <laughs> know."
2: <laughs> Or anyone
3: else's. I, or anybody else's mum, yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, I, like, I just thought that was really weird. And I said, well, surely, surely wouldn't it be better if you actually got him to sign a piece of paper? Wouldn't that be more worth more to you? And said, but he no. didn't touch my skin. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> so on staying on the subjects of ultras, what was the most ultra fan moment that you witnessed?
3: I think that's a close up there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, there were some really bitchy and horrible people on their boat, to be honest. Were there any
0: terrifyingly obsessive people on the boat?
2: Yeah. Like that depth of ultra fanness. Yeah. You know, it scares the crap out of you because it's like yeah. their life.
3: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there were a few. But then to be honest, I just walked away from them because I was just like. I don't
2: really do. <laughs> I, don't I hope up. you didn't turn your back to them and just walked away facing them. Yeah, oh, yeah, slowly. I could have
3: done that, but no, I didn't. I mean, no harm. Yeah,
0: yeah. A, yeah. How. yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Brian, Brian is the best. Yes.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, actually, I like Brian Johnson more. Yeah. <laughs> Brian Johnson is <he's> the devil <laughs> <laughs> Mina likes Brian Johnson. Oh, there was a couple of girls that were behind me on the second night of Space Monkeys.
2: I'm just going to quickly take a comfort break, so can you just hold that thought?
3: Yes. Thank you.
0: I, on the other hand, have none of these problems.
3: Can <laughs> <laughs> just say, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I think Andy's gone off to fart, hasn't he?
0: <laughs> That'll throw up one of them.
3: The idea of boobs being um, <laughs> penned <on. laughs>
0: Too much for him. In his gentle, tired state.
3: <laughs> Although, he did say he went for a comfort break. Oh, Maybe no.
0: He got oh, God, no.
3: no, no. <laughs> Please, not that. <laughs> we we'll have to ask him when he comes back, has he got plenty of tissue. When he comes back, he's going <gasps> <sighs> <laughs> It's
0: been a really quick
3: one. Yeah, sh- sh- sh. it's coming back. It's coming back. It's coming back. Have you got got lots of tissues surrounding you now? Oh, that was a
2: bad time to come in, wasn't it?
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, because I was saying it to you. You're talking
2: about... We're talking about you. (laughs) And then I saw Jessica Albert and I had to get the tissues out.
3: (laughs) No, we were saying... um, yeah what we were actually well I mean you'll hear it but what we were actually saying was oh he went for a comfort break and yeah was the last thing I was talking about was um, women's boobs getting signed oh do you think <laughs> it was a comfort break because he got a little bit excited yeah.
2: well there was a semi you know yeah. beat that one out
3: yeah and that's why I asked you um, did you have lots of tissues around you
2: I straight into a pair of socks and in the laundry bin
3: <laughs> rubbed on the back of the cat
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's your salt lick.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like it'd be stuck to the cat's back as it's wandering around. <laughs> yeah.
2: A chasing kitty moment. That's their rubbing it itself.
3: Oh, oh gross. Okay, I'm making that little hu- bit. Yeah, there's one for <laughs> the tier one patron subscribers. But- <laughs> actually no fuck it I'm not going to take anything <laughs> um, I edit nothing yeah. <laughs> I edit fuck all I can't yeah. Yeah. so anyway back to my story so now that everyone is comfortable again
0: no I don't think I'm comfortable I think I'm terrified but keep going
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you're just reaching for that dripping aren't you hey who told you
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> so yeah there was a couple of girls up behind me and this was at the second Space Monkey show and they basically were like, Oh, we love Quinn. You know, he's amazing. And I, I turned around to them and I said, Oh, have you ever seen Space Monkeys before? And they were like, no, no, but we love Quinn. He's so sweet and he's so lovely. And I was like, well, guess what? You're going to find out there's a different side of Quinn tonight. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Meet the, meet the real Mm. Quinn, the the not on brand Quinn.
3: Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he was also drinking (laughs) very heavily as well. So he wasn't, he wasn't even the off brand. (laughs) Quinn, you know he was the drunk off brand one.
2: (laughs) He was out from under the stairs, Quinn. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah, so yeah, he was uh, very interesting, Um, but it was yeah, it was just all very fun and very exciting. And like I said, the Bahamas was lovely. I went out into the water, Mm -hmm. and the water was so clear, and there was like all these little fish swimming around by your feet as well, and that was kind of cool, and just. Yeah, it, also the the ocean was like seriously really, really cold um, compared to how hot it was outside. So mm. it kind of made no sense. But it was quite funny watching all the people just go, ah, it's
1: so cold.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of winced, you know, because it was mm. cold. But then you just put your shoulders under, don't you? And
2: so which side sure. were you on? Were you on the Atlantic side or the Gulf of Mexico side? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, did you see that tumbleweed go flying Mm. through?
0: Listen to me, listen to (laughs) Mister Geography over there.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah.
3: Yeah. And if it Um, all,
2: like to turn to page (laughs) thirty-six of your textbooks, please. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
3: I honestly have no idea whatsoever. But
2: I was just going to say because the Gulf of Mexico side should be slightly warmer than the Atlantic side, temperature-wise.
3: Well, it was definitely hotter there.
2: Yeah. Well, no, just the sea temperatures because it's not. I'm going to step back you know, to <laughs> your trophy
3: teacher. Your trophy
0: teacher will be very proud of you.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Google it. Yeah. Google it later.
3: I can't even remember, remember what part it was, to be honest. So um, I just remember Bahamas. Yeah.
0: So. I'm going to just quickly go ask you one question, going back to my favourite topic that I uh, discussed with Andy. What's the food like?
3: Uh, it was very nice, actually. Yeah. And... Uh, when, when we were on the island, so in the Bahamas, our card that we had for the cruise ship was, um, it worked over there. So, like, we could buy drinks and things like that and, and get, like, uh, get food and stuff like that. And it was all included. Nice. <laughs> which was, which was quite good. Yeah, that was very good.
2: And what was it like on board the ship? Was it like canteen style or sit down? you know table service
3: yeah you had the option of both of those so yeah you did have the buffet Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which it was always something slightly different so that was quite nice and i tended to eat you know, like if i had one day where i was eating like a lot of pasta because i love pasta Mm -hmm. i absolutely love pasta um or burger or whatever the next day I'd try and have like a bit of fruit and a bit of like salad as well to mm-hmm. kind of even it out a little bit. But yeah, anything, anything that I ate was really, really nice. Or if I didn't like it, you could kind of leave it. You know, you didn't feel too bad because that's just the nature of cruising, of buffet, isn't it? Yeah. And we went to this, um, there was like this restaurant where it was like a sit down meal and it was, all different types of meats
2: mm, sold.
3: Yeah. Sold. So they they basically came round to the table. Brazilian and, barbecue. Pardon?
2: Is that a Brazilian barbecue where they come round with the sorts of meat and they cut it up on your yes. plate? Yeah, They're you good. You've got a little green and red thing that you. Yes. Yeah, that you indicate. Heaven. Oh, I love yeah. them. Uh, yes.
3: I've been to a few yeah, of them. Yeah, it was really, really nice. And uh, yeah, even like the salad bar beforehand was mm. really, really nice as well. And then, yeah. So they kept, they came round with loads of different meats, and I, I think I tried majority of them. Yeah, even like there was a spicy sausage I didn't like, but I don't like spicy food, so that kind of made son made sense. So if
2: we meet up in Birmingham, there's a great Brazilian barbecue in the mailbox. Is he like Ben Brazil or something? Okay,
3: yeah, sounds good. Is,
0: Is someone rewinding a VCR in the background? I think that's coming from
2: Gem.
3: Yeah. I think it's my laptop. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's like a VCL. It's <laughs> so good. Showing your age now, mate. Eighties, <laughs> nineties technology. Kids will be listening to this going, What's a V T
2: V H Y. Googling for for file formats of VHS. Remember kids once there
0: used to be something called cassettes. Cassettes.
3: <laughs> it's also it's, it's very rare that it's on my side anyway. But it's also that um my mum is currently shutting every single drawer in the kitchen, even though I've asked her, could you be quiet? And it bangs in my room. So that's probably going to be picked up on it as well. So that's going to be good. <laughs> and she just banged it it's again. It's all good. So, it's
2: consummate consumer professional that you are. It's the nature of yeah. life. You should get red lights installed and put them behind, like, on air boxes yeah. and then just flick that switch so every room in the house says, on air, be quiet, <laughs> mum.
3: <laughs> yes, I think that would be quite good. Mum, sit still. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> get to bugger off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just go out.
2: Yeah, indoor voices only, please.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Very quiet, boys. Very, very, very quiet. Um, I'm trying to think what else happened. I don't think much more. I mean, loads of stuff happened, but
2: so there was lots nothing. of different podcasts and comedy shows and things yeah. happening and drinking, and yeah. eating,
3: drinking and eating. Yeah, there was. Um, there was a band that was there as well, and they were very good. They did a lot of, like, rocky kind of songs, you know, like The Who or, uh I don't know, can't think of anyone else. That's uh, my problem at the moment is my brain just keeps, like, shutting down, and I just keep going, oh, la, 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 what was I going to say?
2: <laughs> so now maybe it's a good time for James and I to talk about our pay rises. Yes. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Yeah, that would be a great time. Yeah, go for it.
2: We want more stuff? Yeah. Oh, really? I want my Jaffa Cakes that I was promised.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, you never got them, did you? I just want,
0: I just want food.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll be happy with yeah. anything.
2: <laughs> now, James, remember you wanted also the, the threats to life to, to cease and desist, and you'll be the final clone.
0: Well, the problem is that, let's be honest, what will happen for me is that I'll be killed, and then the next clone will think everything's hunky-dory, so it makes no difference
3: she was a very good point. Anyway. we would
2: have this copy
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> although have you ever did you ever see that um that program a good place
0: no but I know what it is no. I know what it is
3: yeah describe um, it
0: Ted Danson didn't, it, isn't it
3: yes yeah Tim Danson yeah um Tim, so is, Tim
0: Danson? who's Tim Danson
3: Ted Danson
0: then whatever Tim Danson's the, Tim, da- Tim Danson that let The an actor from Cheers. <laughs> Not cheers. Cheers. <laughs> the Canadian version. Hey,
3: hey. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so he's on there. Um, <laughs> but also, uh, yeah, it's basically what happens is that, um, all of the characters that are in the TV show have died. Basically, they've all gone to the good place, which is AKA heaven. Um, or so they think. They have Ooh. one of the characters. Sorry, doesn't real. It doesn't think that she should be there because she wasn't a very good person. So you know, okay. she's it's like she's trying to you know work it all out and stuff like that. You know, I'll, I'm not very good. <laughs> I'm tired. Yeah, i on IMDb, yeah. it is
0: this. You always seen our podcast is like you
3: know <laughs> no why is that the good point? why i why i sort of associated it with it is because there is actually a clone woman who basically ah. every time uh because they have to keep re um rebooting mm-hmm. the the program basically so that you know like because it's
2: almost like truman show-esque
3: yeah yeah in a way so they they've realized that they are actually they're not in the good place they're in the bad place
0: Westworld. world yeah
3: but when they realize spoiler alert you know ted ted danson's character he has to um he has to then reboot it again but he also has to reboot the the clone lady clone as well so that's (laughs) where the clone thing came from hey anyway long and short that probably will get cut out (laughs)
0: I never need to
2: watch the show, so you know. Oh, that that one just for us.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but it was a good it was a good programme and it is very funny. So I highly recommend it. Maybe not to you, Andy, because I know you don't bother watching things like
2: that, do you? But I think I've seen that advertised and I think I may have stuck that in for a rainy day.
3: Yeah, because well it was originally It's
2: a very bright advert, and one of the adverts they create a sinkhole. Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah, I think that's in yeah. in the
3: planner. Yeah, because I think I think it started as it started on Netflix, but then it went on to Comedy Central. Yeah, because they they realised how good it was and how much
2: an audience there was for it. So you mean there's going to be something else other than IJ on Comedy Central?
1: I know, right? Bloody hell, <laughs> yeah,
3: <I> know. <laughs> <laughs> It's
2: not IJ. It's Friends.
3: Yeah, <laughs> that was one thing I was peed off about, though the the impractical jokers um we all had a show that we went to the one e- you know one evening there was like a group a massive mm-hmm. group of people yeah. one night and then the next couple of nights all yeah. whatever we were supposed to watch their latest tour mm-hmm. but they decided to change it up and just show videos that their favorite videos and things and like discuss the background of it which was really funny and really interesting but then because we didn't get to see what their current tour is i was like for god's sake now i'm gonna have to if i want to and now i'm gonna have to get another ticket to go and watch mm-hmm. them
2: does so that the <laughs> you kran know? mcbasketball one
3: yeah yeah that one because
2: they did the um because the one in 2017 that we saw um they didn't tour the u.s until like a year later that particular one but they were doing a different tour in the u.s so yeah i know they admit because they've already done the kran mcbasketball one i think in the u.s although they're doing it now but yeah
3: they're yeah, they're doing it now. Um but they are coming over um this year for the UK and they're actually they're actually going to be going to uh performing in Bournemouth as well, which is like only an hour away from my house. Yeah. So I might take my mum and go see them go and see them Sounds well. good. She likes them as well, so be quite a laugh. So anyway, that's my story over and done with. So, near enough. So we
2: both had good times.
3: Yes. Very much so. Yeah. It's just the return to the UK part that I didn't enjoy, really. And also, who made it so bloody cold over here?
2: I oh, know, hopefully only another month to go and it will start to warm up. Yeah, it'll be fine.
3: Yeah, yeah that'll be good. Yes. So, yeah, so James, how have you been? Well, I haven't killed myself yet, so that's,
0: that's always a good yeah. start.
3: That's yeah. <laughs> will <laughs> potentially end the episode on a downer.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> and we'd like to wish all our listeners a happy life.
3: Yeah. yeah. Or I've not killed myself nope, Yeah, yet. No. Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's a bonus. I'm not doing too
3: bad.
0: Yeah. That is a bonus. No, I'm not doing too bad. Um, car situation is still ongoing, but um, that is what it is. Uh, and, uh, yeah, family seems to be okay. And I've spoke to my dad, so I think he's doing all right. He's supposed to be popping around some point to see me. So, yeah,
3: I'm not doing too bad. That's all right. That's nice. You got a job yet? Or? And no, no, I've still not got a job <laughs> yet. Okay. <laughs> so, if anybody's anyway, out there who wants to employ yeah. James, he's a yeah, do. he's a yeah. very interesting Yorkshire man who is very entertaining and good with people, and
0: an excellent voice actor. Yes, he does, and will do funny voices of an
3: excellent voice actor. Yeah. yeah, and he'll pretty much do anything for anything. So, <laughs> yeah,
0: I'll do anything. I'll do, uh, yeah, to quote Quinn, I've done things for me that I'm not proud of. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever well, keeps the roof did. over your head Yes, yes.
3: Yeah. Exactly
0: Within reason um, But no, on the car front They've returned my car to me But there's still stuff that's screwed up So I'm now Brilliant uh, Trying to sort stuff out with direct line
3: Ah, uh, fantastic <laughs> That's <Yeah>. great
0: <laughs> Trapped in red tape hell Yeah, it, well, yeah We'll see what happens Oh, tiring on that front but, anyway. but you
3: did get tickets for Hollywood Babylon, didn't you?
0: I did, somehow I think I'm in ship seats, but I haven't got seats. Um, I don't think it matters, though, but, you've got them. No, what I, what I found out, though, is the interesting thing is I thought, well, just see when it goes on normal sale what the, the, the lay the land is, if you can get anything good. And they've started reselling them at daft prices already. So
3: hmm. Yeah, I've
2: like, had a quick 100 quid look. A yeah, hundred quid a seat, sort of thing. Yeah, I like Kevin, but I don't. Like a hundred quid, Kevin. No,
3: yeah. I don't know because it's Hollywood Babylon, though. I think I would definitely go. I don't know.
2: I just think if because... you're paying more than forty quid, you're being ripped off. Oh balls! I've been ripped off. Then. Because when you look, when you look at the size of the of the the arenas that most people you want to go and see play, mm. they mm. make their money, and it's because it's not it's the resellers who are scalping you more than the mm. the box office per se. But it's a bit money for old Rome.
3: But then my friends are going to uh, London, and it's um, they've paid about forty quid, mm. so that's not too yeah, bad. That's, I think
0: that's the set price, about forty something. Yeah, quid, I
3: think so. I think it's probably the fact that you know it's like obviously if you're not too worried about being on the cheaper end of the seats, mm-hmm. then yeah, I think it'll be all right.
0: But I don't think they've all sold. That's the thing that surprises. Yeah, me. I'm, I'm not, glad about that. They've not all gone yet. Hold oh. on. Yeah. Yeah, I'm saying that that's a good thing for people who want them, but I thought more of the stuff would have gone far more quickly. I only found out that O2 stuff had even gone on pre-sale through Ben on Facebook, and I was like, oh god. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Oh, it's an experience, and hell, it's something I never thought I'd get
2: to see him live. So. Yeah, exactly. He would sell out, for sure. There will not be an empty seat. Mm,
0: but not as quickly as I thought, though. I think he will I think it will sell. Um because there's a lot of fun,
3: Ralph Garman fans as well isn't there because obviously yeah. it's the two of them. It's yes. uh cuz Andy Andy do you listen to Hollywood Babylon? No. Ah, uh, okay. So there's yeah so it's Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman and well, Frank but yeah. Uh, Frank Garman, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so they do their live podcast every every week but they usually do it over in LA because obviously that's where they're based. Yeah. Uh Ralph, as you may or may not know, can do like a hundred different voices.
0: She's lying. He does twelve. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> but Andy won't get these references if. <laughs> no, he won't. Well, some,
0: <laughs> somebody somewhere will.
3: So I keep, I keep laughing at James's references here. But he, yeah, Andy's like, what?
2: <laughs> I keep seeing tumbleweed. I wonder what door I've left open.
3: um but yeah so it's kind of more ralph garman's show yeah than kevin's yeah
2: that's
0: true yeah
3: because he's he's actually like the main piece really so people can like write in um and have a shout out or whatever and then the if if they say, "Oh, can you do an impression of Arnold Schwarzenegger or whatever, saying happy Birthday' to somebody?" Then yeah, he tends to do that, and you know it's it's very it's a very good podcast. I think you should check it out personally.
0: Yeah, Ralph also works on Family Guy and American Dad. He does uh, voices on those as well. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so and he's done he's done act, sort of act straight acting normal acting as well. He's he? Very talented man, very good guy. Yeah,
3: he's a very nice guy as well. well I think yeah.
2: Kevin's changing the way that his feed drops. So I think all of the SMOD family will now just drop into your feed each week. So you don't... I think oh, he's basically right. saying you don't have to subscribe to individual shows. You, you just get all my shows. Mm, interesting. I think that's what he said at the end of uh, the last SMODcast.
3: Oh, okay. I haven't listened to that one yeah. yet. So, yeah, well, I don't know. But... uh I know he started charging for the earlier ones, um, mm. which I suppose is fair enough. Yeah, you've
2: had plenty of because opportunity to dead. listen to them.
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like, if you did want to go back and listen to them, then, you know, feel free to pay him because, you know, he doesn't really, other than obviously the obvious things that he charges for, you know, like films and, mm. you know, merchandise and stuff like that. But he doesn't really, in the po- podcasting world, he doesn't really charge anything. No. It's all free, so, you know, it, he needs to make a living as well as everybody else.
2: So, so one I'd love to hear uh, come uh, back is um, Plus One. I used to love listening to Plus One.
3: I don't think I've ever
2: listened to that. Was yeah. that one with Jen?
3: Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah, I
0: don't think I've ever listened to it.
3: No, I never did either. But, yeah, maybe I should. Uh, it, or I don't, it, I don't know if I can now. But it's,
2: it's funny just listening and having a little peek into the dynamic that is Jen and Kev. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I'd I'd love to hear an updated version. And then you've got um uh young um what's her face? Daughter.
3: What's his daughter. Yeah. Harley um, Harlequin, yeah.
2: You've got young Harlequin yeah. on popping up. You know, so it'd be nice to hear an updated version with um the older adult Harlequin.
3: Yeah, that'd be good.
0: Well Rafe R- 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 has his own uh, Don't
3: call him Rafe. Or- <laughs> <Ralph> <laughs> Don't Gimmon. be mean. <laughs>
0: Ralph Geeman, Frank Ralph Garman
1: yeah,
0: uh, yeah. Geeman, Rafe yeah. Geeman has his own podcast called the uh, Rafe Report, yeah. <laughs> uh, which you can listen to. Uh, the reason I'm saying Rafe is Ralph gets very, very angry about strange pronunciations of names. Yeah. <laughs> so if I did get a chance to meet, I'm going to have some real fun with my middle name. With it,
3: what's your middle name? Macefield. Macefield.
0: No, Mace Macefield. Oh, Macefield. Yeah,
3: but that's. Where did that come from? Ah, yeah,
2: that'd be telling
3: us. Well, yeah, exactly. It's a podcast. Oh, Tell us.
2: I imagine <laughs> back, back in the day, there was an ancestor of James who stood in a field with a mace. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: And, and he took down in the entire army all by himself and henceforth the family took the name Macefield. could be
0: something as simple as that. It could be that. Yeah. It could be something as simple as that.
2: Have you looked locally for a more be. named Macefield? Uh, no, but I will do, honest. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I've got a lot of free time on my hands.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, why are you called Maysfield? Tell us. Family name. Family okay. name. Well that's 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 not as exciting as you made out initially. <laughs> oh I'm sorry. I can't.
2: Yeah, James.
0: It can't, help it. Sure.
3: can't time travel back and
0: go like right.
3: <laughs> well, no, because you, you built it up. You <laughs> said, "Oh, um, yeah, I can't tell. I can't tell you. I can't tell you." So of course, like, you know that I'm going to go. Well, why not? You have to tell me. And then, um, and then you just said it's a family name.
0: Yeah, but I kept you int- I kept you interested, didn't I?
3: The listeners are gripped.
0: Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) just edit it all out. It'll be fine.
3: Yeah, yeah. We'll just leave eighteen minutes. The eighteen minutes (laughs) that you guys were just recording. Had a short episode this week. Yeah, (laughs) with me just coming in saying, "The fuck you doing?" Yeah, (laughs) that'd be it. Yeah, (laughs) just that.
2: And then suddenly you just cut off.
3: Yeah, yeah, just suddenly like, do <laughs> like the phone. <laughs> Quick, she's like, coming. Yes, here I come. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we've been talking enough codswallop today. So I've been Gemma.
0: I'm James. I'm Andy.
3: <laughs> okay, thank you guys. Goodbye.
0: Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye 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 it's jimmy i'm very tired i'm going
3: (laughs) bye thank you for listening to this week's talking codswallop if you enjoyed this episode why not go back and listen to the previous episodes you can find talking codswallop on twitter facebook and instagram at codswallop pod this podcast is available on podbean no phony podcast network iTunes, Stitcher, and many other podcast mediums. Thank you for listening to our Godswallow.
1: I never scored a winning goal Chased a